do I keep hearing those voices? Why do I still have the shakes? Why can't I leave it behind me? The days for the name on my uniforms in Greece, Vanelli. But everybody knew me as Sergeant Fury! Quang Tree, 1967. We've been out of the field for weeks and weeks and weeks. We'd all had malaria, dysentery, jungle rot. Finally, we were granted leave and we went into Saigon. No son of a movie in Saigon. Fish locked around the first cold beer we'd had in weeks. We were relaxing, getting ready to watch the girls' dances, when suddenly a grenade came clinkety-clanking into the saloon and... clank of the pin as it hit the floor, so I managed to get underneath the table. When I looked around, destruction was everywhere. MPs were running. Batons at the ready. I watched as they had the terrorists locked inside some stinking run-down building. Smoking a camel, I walked over there as they were loading up automatic weapons, talking on walkie-talkies, putting on flak vests, getting ready to make a frontal assault. Some guy from the demo crew is getting ready to blow out a side wall. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, you make it, you got one lousy VC in there for crying out loud. And you make it a federal case out of it. The lieutenant in charge said, oh yeah, hot shot, you think you, yeah, I said, I can do better. I can do better, no fuss, no fuss, watch this. I pulled back the bolt on my M16 and I walked to the door. I mean, I just rang the doorbell. I heard a voice behind me go, I need how wise he go, huh? I said, Candy Graham. Nothing, the door was quiet. I said, oh, they're crying out loud. Everybody's snickering behind the safety of their Jeeps, uh, behind the safety of their helmets, uh, with their rifles pointed. I said, just give me a second on this. Give me a second on this for crying out loud. Uh. So I knocked on the door and I said, uh, Flowers. Uh, behind the door. Oh, my, no, hi, 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 Land shark. Finally, the door opened. Ah! Ah! Oh, yeah, Hold it! Yeah! Oh, Nelly! And as everybody watched in amazement, I just flicked my camel in the distance. I said, you take care of it from here. Well, we went back to the bar. We had us another time. Another laugh. Search and destroy! Months of action! Months of... My parents' living room, with Estelle, scantily clad. Yes, my parents said, well, I guess you two have a lot of catching up to do. Come on, Oscar, let's leave the two lovebirds alone. I just sat there smoking a camel, watching Estelle. She had on this really flimsy nighty. They'd warned her that I may come back a different kind of guy so that she should ease her way into hobble because I might be a little uh, dysfunctional because of my experience, so... She stood there in front of the living room with me staring at her. She took off the nightie and dropped it to the floor, smiled and said precociously, Look what the wind blew off. I just stared at her. 
She undid the strap on her brazier, and it dropped to the floor. She stood there topless staring at me and said, Look what the wind blew off. Finally, she hooked her thumbs in her panties and skinned them down across her downy thighs. Stood there naked before me and said, Look what the wind blew off. Finally, I stood up, I pulled down my pants, I unlimbered the timber, I said... She, she stared for a second, she said, My God, that's half the size it used to be. I said, yeah, look what the VC blew off, huh? The Grease Man on DC 101. Nobody wants to get into legal trouble. But